You're listening to Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly. And I'm Thomas III. We're them damn Indians. So, something that we've always known, and we always kind of make fun of, but it's true, doesn't make it any less true, is that Mike Gundy is, the nicest way to say it is disconnected from his players. Oh, yeah. Um, and so Thurman Thomas, there's a, an article uh, today in the Tulsa World about Thurman Thomas, and uh, it says Thurman Thomas among former Cowboys interested in showing Mike Gundy OSU a better way. And so it goes on and it talks about um, how several of the Oklahoma State, former Oklahoma State players, including Thurman Thomas, who I have an autograph from Thurman Thomas. Yes, it's my dirty secret, but I was a kid when I got it and it was really cool. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it happens. Uh, Thurman how many times have you talked to Mike Gundy, Gillum asked, since I left, Thomas says? Yeah, since you left. Probably once. It was at a bowl game. I just happened to sneak into the locker room. Gundy has reached what feels like a tipping point. He is the most successful football coach in OSU history, but only has his job in the aftermath of reckless decisions related to the pandemic and the Black Lives Matter movement because he assured his university he will be more sensible and communicative. He has a self-imposed $1 million pay cut and has called himself a dumbass. Still, he is stuck in the eye of a self-made cyclone. His athletic director and his university are swirling around, too, since the football program is so many observers' most convenient view of any major college. And so... How have you not talked to, like, one of the best running backs in in the history of the school that you played with an NFL running back. I mean, this should show you why recruiting has been so bad at OSU. I mean, to say he's out of touch, I think is, is putting it nicely. I think, I think the dude is a touch racist, like to tell you the honest truth. Um, I think he's just one of those guys that has gotten away with it because of who he is and where he's where he's at. I mean, and he was backed up by Boone. Yeah, Boone Boone T. Pickens. I mean, tell me that guy's not racist. Yeah. Well, and whenever you're you're talking about, I mean, college football, your money is is made. On black kids, like you should know better than that, right? You would think, and so Tatum Bell and these these guys are like the superstars of the OSU program. So it's really not going to take me long to read this, but Tatum Bell says. Um, It would be tough for Gundy to sit down in my living room and try to recruit my son, little Tatum, knowing you feel a certain way towards people. I don't want to get too political, but if you coach a football team with predominantly black kids, you have to find a connection and relate to them. On Gundy's self-inflicted pay cut, 
And this is coming from Vernon Morency, who was OSU's leading rusher in 2004 uh, with Nothing. Gundy okay. as coordinator. Yep. Uh, he said, you can't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. We know he'll recoup, he'll recoup that million dollars. I don't see where a real solution or a real answer to talk to these parents in the black and brown community of the kids they're trying to recruit. I don't see what they did or what solution they came up with. All I see is that university renegotiated a bad contract that they had issued. Mm. And so... I mean, what changes are really being made? You know, that's a, that was the whole thing that they was gonna they were gonna make changes. There's gonna be all this stuff that was gonna happen. Well, but, and here's Thurman Thomas's point: Had we had that relationship when I left Oklahoma State over the next fifteen or sixteen years, I would have a better determination of what Mike Gundy is says Thomas, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, who is OSU's all-time leading rusher and who played with Gundy in 86 and 87. I can't sit here and say he's a racist or he's not a racist. I don't know Mike Gundy. I know him from one and a half years that I played with him, and I don't think that builds a relationship. Those were good times at Oklahoma State. I was a senior, and my wife was a freshman. She's still my wife today, and both of our wives went to O State, and I've got lifelong friends from O State. When the Cowboys lose, I lose. I bleed uh, orange. <clears throat> Sorry, I can't get that out. <laughs> it's a, it's 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 like just natural. Eating crackers with no water <laughs> ever in sight. <laughs> but um, so anyway, Boom Pickens isn't there now to smooth everything over. Is basically the gist of it. And now Mike Gundy. And Mike Holder and, you know, Burns Hargis, it, uh, it falls to you guys. And I'm actually really glad that that's happening at Oklahoma State. It needs to happen at Oklahoma State. They are not Didn't tolerant there. And, and, okay, so when we came back from Pawnee last week, uh, we were going to do this big, huge thing. We're going to make this circle and go through Perry. Well, Highway 64 was shut down, and we had to detour South on 177, and we had to drive through Stillwater. And you kind of feel it when you drive through there, don't you? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan of Stillwater myself. Uh, the only time I've spent any time in Stillwater was watching Anadarko win their first state championship mm -mm. in football. The times I've spent in Stillwater were not kind to me, so... <laughs> Um, and I'm just going to leave it at that. So, uh, yeah. And I, I've, I have, you know, when I worked in Pawnee, I, uh, got to know Stillwater a little bit, you know, it's like I said, you can buy all of the, um, or some really good OU gear for cheap and Stillwater, nobody <laughs> buys it there. So it's always on sale. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm glad that that, that the players are standing up and saying, Hey, these are issues that we see and we want our coach to acknowledge them because apparently he's largely ignored all of this. Yeah. I mean, these aren't obviously 
these may or may not be the days when those guys were getting, you know, hookers during the less miles days. Yeah. Who knows? But one thing I yeah, do know, there's no telling what all has gone on in there. I mean, with all the with all the boom tea pickings money and the the boosters, the oil people, the you know what I mean, like for for OSU to be trying to compete with OU as hard as they were that whole time. Yeah. And but that is a good point too. That's that's actually the best point from both Tatum Bell and Thurman Thomas is how can you encourage your son to go there and continue that legacy if you can't trust their coach and you know their coach personally and you played for him and you may have seen things then that you couldn't talk about back then because nobody talked about them back then, you know? Not even in the early 2000s. And how much was that was just kind of – you thought, well, that's just par for the course. That's kind of what, what happens, you know what I mean? That's just how it is, and I just have to if deal you, with it. Yeah, if you were to talk to other players on other teams, I'm sure that was probably stuff that they had to deal with that they didn't like, you know what I mean? That was just, you just have to do it. Well, I want my scholarship, you know. I want to finish school. I want yep. to be able to go to the pros. I want to do whatever. You know, and forget about what it, what it's like on the pro level. Forget about all that. You know, yeah, that's a whole different that's a whole different thing there. But it's like I said, I'm glad to see uh, the players in Stillwater and the students up there at Oklahoma State uh, start to get involved like this because it takes all voices. Yeah. And I think that especially their their football, their wrestling, their wrestling, and their baseball program, those are the programs that are really going to have to lead that. Now, the football program has more black athletes, but, you know, that that support, they're going to have to have advocates. They're going to have to have support from the larger athletic community. OSU is in bad shape right now. I mean, yeah. their basketball team can't compete in postseason play for the next couple of years. Like, boy, they're losing scholarships. Oh, I forgot and, about all their basketball shenanigans. Yeah, they they just they they just got sanctioned during this this COVID break. Like nobody's talking about all the extra stuff that's going on. You know, man. So, yeah, there's so much. I forgot about all that. See. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good up in up in school water. Yeah, well, never does to me, but you know, there's there's lots of Indians who would disagree. And it's is that weird to you? Is that weird to you to see like Indian O State fans? Even though like you know them, you know they're there, you know they exist, you know they're in your family. It's like uh, oh, weird, you, like you get used to it. Yeah, you get used to it, but it's still it's still just weird though, right? It you know what else is weird? Indian <laughs> Longhorn fans, like Texas fans. Oh yeah, that's a that's an odd bunch. It's there. it's really strange. It's strange. It's like being on a different planet. It's like I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Very discombobulating. Pretty pretty odd. Pretty odd. Yes, yes. So. 
Um, well, yes, maintain the revolution, young people. Yeah. You are the change. Shiva Hubbard, you, you go right on ahead. You hold that man's feet to the fire. You make sure that they're all held accountable up there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yes, indeed. And I'm glad that their alumni are, are getting involved. That's going to be, that, those are probably, you know, in the face of all of their other um, things that are going on. Uh, those those alumni voices are going to be even stronger. So I'm glad to see them coming okay. back and getting involved too. So, um, yeah, we're going to watch it from the center of the football universe down here and uh, oh, yeah. see, see well, how it you goes. Know, there's, some other, there's some other football stuff in the news too. Um, you know, we got Patrick Mahomes signing the biggest, like most ridiculous deal I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. 10 years and $503 million. His um, agent. His agent is GOAT. His agent is the GOAT because uh, there's a lot of money tied up in that. And How much is tied up in performance, though, I wonder? Well, there's a lot of, uh, in, uh, there's a lot of stuff that's, that's performance, I guess. Well, what it is is there's a lot of stuff that, that uh, is guaranteed uh, mechanisms is what they say. Which to me is is stuff that's probably like what you're talking about, like um, something based on um, performance. But if it, if that performance isn't met or whatever, if that if that mechanism isn't engaged, then it it uh, activates an opt out, like an opt out clause that he can opt out. But he also has like a no trade clause, so he'd be he'd be able to, um, you know control if he was to get traded he would be able to control where he goes and um yeah it's like it's a crazy contract like there's more and more information coming out about it but they you know it's it's over 100 million that's i mean 120 something million is guaranteed just off the top guaranteed money i wonder how backloaded it is because usually that's what they do with these long contracts. They put a lot of money towards the end so that they can get players in now. And and they he knows that he's going to get paid. You know, he's he's already got this guarantee that he's getting paid down the road. So that's, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. This is a, a similar... Uh, similar deal like Bobby Bonilla. You remember Bobby Bonilla? I the do. Old, the old baseball player? Um, yeah, July 1st, he just got another, uh, I think it was one point something million dollar check from the Mets because his contract was so long like that. His buyout is he's still getting paid. Bobby Jeez. Bonilla ain't played since the damn like early 2000s, I think. Yeah, I was going to say that dude ain't cracked a bat <laughs> in two decades. Yeah. yeah, he's still he's still getting paid by the Mets. So it's it's on that kind of level, you know what I mean? Like this this dude is he he set himself up. So yeah, so we got that, and then you know on a on a related note, we're wondering what's going to happen with this Chiefs name now because the Redskins are going to change. I'm pretty sure they're going to have to change the Chiefs name, and you know. Um, people are going to be mad about that. And uh, we already see Tulsa Union that's going in and looking at their name being changed, which that's is long a huge, overdue too. Yeah. And that's a huge football powerhouse here in Oklahoma, which is, you know, in one the of country. The reasons, 
Yeah, one of the reasons why they've been allowed to keep that name so long is because they're so such a good football team. You know what I mean? Like, um, so we're seeing we're seeing changes at, at, at big levels. You know what I mean? When when these big schools like this in in Oklahoma um, are starting to change, and you're seeing you know this pressure being put on 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 the Redskins, they're gonna have to change their name. There's no there's no other way about it like they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to make money unless they change that name um i think we're gonna see a lot of similar changes coming coming down the pipes like i said i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if if we were to see uh the you know the anadarko warriors stop using the warrior head and stop using you know things like that because like you said warriors doesn't have to be necessarily native american you know but um they can, they can, you know, they can do other ways. They can, they can do other things to pay homage to their, in their roots. That's right. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're definitely going to be watching these changes from right here. It's like I said, in the center of, um, you know, God's football team. That's our country, dear. Center of the football universe. Mm-hmm. We're indigenous. We're independent. We are them damn Indians at High Jive Radio.